afternoon and welcome to another Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. I am your guest host, Michael Kernodal, and I have a treat for you today. Thank you for joining us for this awesome, awesome educational experience. We have none other than the great Professor Tyler Wertman, and the topic is using the Dorian scale. Man, it's going to be awesome. I know we use this for improvisation. You're wondering, how can I use these different modes? Well, Tyler's going to break it down for us. And I just want to remind you, as you come in today, uh, if you have any questions, if we love questions, go into that chat feature, uh, type your question in there. We're going to leave some time at the end to answer anything. Uh, also, you know, this wouldn't be possible without our, our sponsors. So please be sure to check out the studio archives of our past video sessions at clearwaterjazz.com education outreach section. That's brought to you by Blue Water Wealth Management at Stewart Partners and Duke Energy, as well as our Young Line podcast available wherever you stream. And that's brought to you by our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. Just search Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. We're going to jump right into this, but I want to remind you, you know, Tyler's given us so many amazing sessions, just to name a few, chord progressions and turnaround, practice on the trombone. I mean, that enough is awesome. Approaching our transcription, scale mode applications, which we're going to talk about a little bit about that today. Um, basic trombone fundamentals he's given us a lot of great sessions if you don't know who this wonderful wonderful musician and educator is tyler is a jazz trombonist um, and he works with us here at clearwater jazz outreach programs and he's out there with the my journey with jazz program as well so he's very busy with us he's a composer performer producer um, he not just focuses on jazz but he also focuses on classical styles as well um, and he's performed all over tampa bay and throughout the country on his trombone and uh, he's amazing uh, you may also be able to catch him at the university of tampa where he's an instructor. He's presently teaching intro to jazz as well as world music cultures. I have the pleasure of working with him at Ruth Ecker Hall with their jazz program. Um, he received his bachelor's of arts um, in music from FSU and a master's in music and jazz studies from USF. So without any further delay, Tyler Wordman, the stage is all yours. Mr. Kernodal, thank you, Clearwater Jazz. Thank you, our sponsors. I really love being here every single time. Uh, it's really a highlight of, uh, of my day and week. Uh, and so here we go. We're talking about minor uh, scales, okay, chords, or rather, and Dorian uh, modes, okay? We're going to talk about how this applies uh, when dealing with improvisation, things we could think about, and some examples, Okay, uh, so with impressions, uh, a very, very famous tune by uh, by John Coltrane, um, or made famous right by John Coltrane and his amazing, amazing mind of uh, just endless, endless creative thoughts uh, over well two chord changes uh, and those two chord changes uh, for impressions. Uh, for those who don't know, are a concert D minor and concert E flat minor. Okay, and that's the entire uh, entire tune, and so it really takes a um, multiple ways of thinking over uh, well your Dorian scale uh, or your minor seven chord, 
um, to create a, a functional solo uh, with only you know two chords. And so let's talk about Dorian. Okay, now we talked uh, when we had our scale mode application uh, lesson here, we, we approached uh, different modes such as Mixolydian, how that's uh, our fifth um, mode of our major scale, right? If we go uh, in the key of C, which are all white keys, uh, we play G to G in the key of C, right? We find that there is an F natural uh, in this scale. This F natural is not in our concert G major scale. We have an F sharp. Uh, and now uh, this is the seventh note that is being uh, adjusted, okay, for this Mixolydian scale. Uh, and this translates to a dominant mode where we have a flat seven. Okay, so in Dorian, uh, with our Dorian scale, this is our second mode of our major scale. So if we played concert D to concert D in the key of C, again, all white keys, and this is just the next note up from C, uh, we will have a scale, okay, with a few notes different uh, than the scale that would be our D major, okay? So in our D major uh, scale, we have notes such as F sharp, okay? We have C sharp. These notes are the major third and the major seventh, very important intervals uh, found in a major scale. However, those notes are both lowered by one half step for our Dorian scale, producing a drastic change in the harmonic color of this chord. Okay, so uh, I will play my D major scale, uh, and then I will play my D minor scale. And sort of think of the color uh, of each one, okay? Uh, or shade, is one brighter, is one darker? So here's D major. Here's D minor. Okay, so that's a just a quick demonstration of that major and minor color, okay, or um, we're just timbre, okay, and hopefully you can hear uh, those things. And so with minor, again, our third is lower to half step, our seventh uh, is lower to half step uh, in this Dorian uh, second mode here. Uh, and so it's important to think of the triads and chords associated uh, with this scale now, okay? So with D minor, uh, we obviously have, well, D minor. We also have E minor. F major. Okay, so G major. A minor, excuse me, 
uh, B diminished, okay, C major, and we're back at D minor. Okay, now those are different chord qualities uh, than the chords associated with our major, okay? We usually have our diminished triad, for instance, on our seventh interval of our scale, right? Uh, if we're on concert C major, our B triad, uh, playing the one, third, and five associated diatonically to C is B diminished, okay? Uh, because that is the seventh, second, and fourth note of our scale, okay? Um, and it's important to understand the, the placement of these major triads, minor triads, diminished triads, uh, and be comfortable with them because there's different pathways, okay? Uh, that was just ascending diatonically, okay? You can also play them uh, descending, okay? <laughs> can also uh, combine both directions, okay, such as uh, ascending and then descending. Okay, or uh, descending and then ascending. And it's important to be comfortable uh, with not just both ways, okay, but all ways, ascending, descending, combinations. Um, so nothing really is, is throwing you off. And your ear is practice, uh, or it's practicing hearing this chord quality, okay? All these different pathways, um, these different triads that are associated with Dorian now uh, that are different than major. And that's important, right? Because we always think of Dorian as, well, it's the second mode of major. Well, that's true, but the way it's composed is different than R1 or R major. Uh, and that's really important, right? It's not just what the third is doing, what the seventh is doing, but all of these uh, aspects, okay? And if you understand each little, you know, um, triad or uh, just diatonic relationship found in these these scales, okay, it will help you down the road. Uh, because again, right, there's only 12 pitches. So you'll be able to use uh, these functions uh, for every key. Okay, so again, guys, really, you know, break down your scales, right, uh, diatonically. And I start with triads, uh, you know, and then progress to seventh chords, uh, using the same methods, okay? Uh, but again, you know, what is my starting triad? Well, obviously, in this case, uh, let's go back to D minor, okay? So our starting triad is D minor, right? What is my triad as associated with my second scale degree? Well, that's E minor, because we have uh, E, G, and B, right? And what about my minor third? Well, we have an F major triad, here, okay, uh, and it's just it's really important, like I said, uh, to understand those values found in each chord and each chord quality, uh, because we're talking about Dorian minor here, not natural minor, not harmonic minor, not melodic minor. Okay, and each one of these are just they're going to be slightly different, and with 
these differences. Okay, one note, by changing one note, we change multiple different diatonic triads found in this scale. Okay, so it's not just raising or lowering this note. Uh, we need to be thinking about the bigger picture as well. If we can do that and work on hearing those things, uh, that will guide our playing. Okay, so now uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to perform um, just a couple courses of impressions uh, utilizing some of the examples uh, that we just talked about. Okay, ascending triads, uh, descending triads, uh, different combinations, um, as well as uh, different maybe scale or melodic ideas. Um, but I'm going to try to keep everything in a way where I can explain uh, just about everything that I'm going to play for you. Nothing uh, too crazy. Okay, so right, let's see. Here is impressions. give yourself a little bit of space in between your phrases, okay, uh, to really think about what you're going to play. And now if you, uh, hopefully we're following along there, uh, I was utilizing, well, uh, diatonic triads, uh, a lot of diatonic triads, a lot of scale uh, exercises as well. Um, something we didn't go over, um, but scales in fourths, fifths, sixths, sevenths, okay? Uh, these things can be very beneficial. Um, and one way to practice, okay, uh, utilizing uh, these different uh, inversions of scales, okay, is to start, well, not on the root, uh, but to start on your lowest possible note of, of your instrument. Okay, for, for this instance, 
we have D minor. Okay. So for me, I cannot play, uh, well, technically I cannot play a low, uh, D on this horn. Uh, my lowest possible note would be an F. Okay. Now with that F being so low, I'll just take on my cut mute. Uh, Cause it just doesn't speak down there. But if we were to practice, excuse me, uh, scales and sixths. Okay. And I love, I love sixths. Six sound great. If we were to start on the root, it might sound like this. Okay. And that's just playing the first five. Um, but, and that's great. It, that's absolutely great. It gives you this open harmonic sound. But when, why not practice that same exercise from your lowest note to get that open uh, sound and to be comfortable with those intervals uh, down at that register? Okay, so here's that same uh, exercise on my uh, F now. Again, here's my root. It's my chord, D minor. just sixth um, but i would really recommend fourths into fifths into sixth into sevenths uh, into octaves eventually okay and that is just one way to practice scales and arpeggios and then you utilize those same tools okay in improvisation and we should be doing that as as jazz musicians we shouldn't be purchasing, you know, the 100 hottest jazz licks of 2021, right? I mean, that's that's great. You're going to find some some really cool stuff in there, I promise. But how are you going to use those things, right? How are you going to associate um, with some language that you've never practiced before, right? You don't have that understanding that that other musician has, uh, and you you might not be able to implement it in that same way, okay? Again, uh, this is just diving really into the harmonic function of these chords, okay? And I think a lot of it gets overlooked uh, at times. Uh, do you agree, Mr. Canodal? I do agree. I think you you shared some awesome tools with us today, and I have us thinking more than just, oh, just use your minor scale, just use your blues scale, um, knowing the mechanics uh, is just, like you said, putting tools in your toolbox and having more things in your arsenal to work with. Um, but listening, listening, listening is going to be the key. Uh, and the cool thing about even this session, you get to go back in the archives and hear how Tyler used that Dorian scale uh, in his improvisation. Uh, and it, it sounds really cool. You know, he may not have done something that was super crazy, you know, hard and acrobatic, but it fit well and it flowed well and it felt good. I thought so.
you know? So sometimes I know we overthink things, but um, but just having the, the knowledge that he was talking about with the chord structures and uh, how to use that key is going to go a far, far away. It may not happen overnight, <laughs> but, you know, if you know you go back and you try and keep working on it, I think you'll definitely master it. So it's definitely a good thing to have. So Professor Tyler. We thank you for this awesome session session today. And we want to remind everyone to go out and share, share, share all the awesome things you're hearing here at the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. And must I stress again, this is free, free, free. Uh, whether you're a beginner musician or you're a, a quote unquote professional, I mean, there's always things we can always learn. Um, so don't forget, just check out our past archives and share clearwaterjazz.com slash education. That's the website. And if you have any feedback, if you want to say, hey, you know, that Professor Tyler, man, he's amazing. We want to hear more of that. You can go and you can email us or if you have a topic that you want to suggest for us, we love to he hear back from you. Just email us at info at clearwaterjazz.com and uh, we would love to hear from you soon. And until next time, uh, support local music, support the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Festival is coming up soon. We're excited about the, everybody's going to be on the big stage so, but until then, everybody, I'm your guest host, Michael Cronodal. This has been Tyler Workman, your education specialist for the day. And we will keep it swinging until next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Jazz Holidays, Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. Thank you to our friends at Marine Max Clearwater for helping to present this podcast series. To learn more about the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Annual Festival tradition, other special events throughout the year, and our year-round education and outreach, please visit clearwaterjazz.com.